Welcome to the first ever meeting of the Budget Facilities Subcommittee on the Sands Point Property, parentheses, and what to do with it, close parentheses. I am your host for now, Dave Kirpin, uh, and the chair of the Budget Facilities Committee of the Board of Education of the Port Washington uh, Unified School District. And with me are six other members of the committee. We've got uh, Nora Johnson, our president, Larry Greenstein, another fantastic board member at large, Jim Rostano representing the district and facilities, uh, and from our community, George Borda, John Neal, and Adrian Kane. Welcome, everyone. And I think our first order of business, we don't have an agenda set yet because we don't have a uh, chair yet, but I would, I would like to move that we elect a chair of this subcommittee. Do we have any uh, nominations from the floor? Ms. Johnson. I would like to nominate Dave Kirpin for chair. I'll second. Well, thank you very much uh, for that nomination. I accept the nomination. Uh, are, are there any other nominations for uh, chair? Anybody else want to do it? Seeing that there are no other nominations, I will, even if it's perhaps a slight conflict of interest, call for a vote on the <laughs> chair. <laughs> All those in favor of electing me. Okay, it's unanimous. Thank you very much for this uh, honor. Uh, and I am super excited to, to chair this committee, subcommittee, and actually do something. Uh, as we learned earlier from Mr. Rostano, we, we have not really done anything of any, uh, of any substantive value with this property since at least 1993. That is, according to my expert academic math calculations, at least... 27 years, that's, that's really quite a while. And um, the subcommittee just took a quick tour of the, the property. It's in bad shape, but it is stunning with respect to the, the stone uh, outer uh, aspect of the property. By the way, the property, for those of you listening, is just at the beginning of the entrance to the Sands Point Preserve on the right. That's what we refer to sometimes as the property or the gatehouse. And then we own, the school district owns five acres directly adjacent to that structure. So with respect to an agenda for today, in the next 45 minutes, I'd like to uh, set some goals, come to some alignment on some goals for the subcommittee, um, do perhaps a little brainstorming about what we might do with this property if we all had our, our wishes come true. And then, although this can be a dicey subject for a subcommittee and certainly not interesting to the listeners, um, perhaps try to get some general consensus around the best times moving forward to schedule meetings. If we can't do the, the latter, we will take that offline, as it is often the case, but we will make an attempt. Does anyone have any other items that you think are important to add to the agenda? Ms. I just want to clarify, I think this is what you meant, but I just wanted to clarify for anybody who's listening that the you said that the property isn't in good shape or something to that extent, but it's, I think really what you meant is that the one structure on the property is in complete disrepair, and what we have been told is that most of it, or if not all of it, could not be used or you know, would, has to go. The property itself is a wooded area that looks like it's been untouched for many years. Decades, yes. Thank you for your clarification, Ms. Johnson. Okay, so seeing as... Um, there are no other items to add to the agenda. I'm going to move to the first item, which is uh, goals for the subcommittee. Um, 
I'm going to put a couple out there for your consideration and then certainly open to feedback from everyone on the table, clarifications, additions, deletions, etc. For me, the first goal I have in mind after meeting with um, Jim on this is to make a recommendation to the board um, as to what needs to be done with respect to surveying, inspections, et cetera, with the property. Um, I think that, that we may not have the answer today, but I think it would be really great to be able to go to the Board of Education and say, the subcommittee recommends that you spend this on better understanding the what the status is of, 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 of the property, of the, of the structural, how much can be saved, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the second goal I have in mind is to, is to come up with some viable ideas and hopefully you know, land on one that we think is most viable to, to serve both the needs of our uh, students, of course, uh, as well as uh, per perhaps generate some revenue for the school district through either a uh, public-facing commercial entity or a uh, uh, county-wide provider of, of, of education or special education services that, that can generate some revenue that way. Um, those were the two main goals I had in mind. Um, what do you guys think of those two goals? What other goals did you guys have in mind? Why, why are you here? David, Larry? I, I just have a, a comment. Um, before I was on the board, so that probably before any of you were born, um, the district did actually uh, look at that building, and I mean, at that point, I think it was something like you know, over $200,000 to just get it into livable shape. So I mean, I, I, um, so I, I, I'm not sure what we intend to get out of you know, doing that until we have an idea of what it is we want to do. Because some ideas may take that building down, some ideas may, may rehab that building. So to spend money to figure out uh, what that cost is going to be when we might have other costs and be looking for other ways, I'm not sure how productive that is. I hear you. I think it's a bit of a, it's a, a catch-22. I think we kind of, that's why I said both goals. I think we kind of need to do the, both things right. concurrently. Yeah. 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 Ultimately, if we went to the board with, hey, spend this, but we don't have any ideas, or we went to the board with, hey, we have this, ma this massive idea for what to do with this property, but we have no idea how much it's going to cost us to, you know, and whether we, the right. property is viable, I so, think so we kind of need I, to I, do I, both. I, right, maybe what we want to do is refine the goal to be, we, we want to be able to cost out um, any, any ideas that we come up with, uh, you know, in, in terms of what uh, taxpayer dollars might be versus, um, you know, any other contributions. Depending on our idea. Depending on the idea, yeah. Because each idea is going to have its own cost and its own revenue generations and its own this and that. So everyone is going to be on, on its own. But as part of each one, we do, besides looking at the idea how great they are educationally, we also want to look at what what our LA would be versus what our potential revenue would be. That's right. Sort of That's right. Those are, those, are, those are sort of probably the three most important factors in any given idea, right? right? What is it going to do for our students? What is it going to cost us? What is it going to bring us back in return financially? Right. 
Um, I just want to add one point that I should have added during the introduction, because I think everybody at the table knows this, but if others are listening, the um, district, the board, did try to sell this property for a number of years, and um, we're not successful. We had at least one, I think maybe two different realtors in the recent past, and there just was no movement on the property. So what we're doing here is, um, I guess it's, it's plan B, because we, um, the property's just not being used. Right, so. right. Plan A was to sell the property. We've been trying that plan A for years, so. No, I just wanted to clarify that. And, and I think the silver lining, honestly, is that we might end up being much, I mean, you think about um, properties, like my, 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 my parents sold a property, you know, for two hundred thousand dollars, they thought that was a great deal when they sold it. That same property went for two million, you right. know, ten years later. So, so I think the silver lining, quite honestly, is that we can probably ultimately do a lot more with this property than and and help the the town a lot more and the district a lot more than we could have if we had sold it. So, ultimately, it's not necessarily a choice, but right. but I no. think that's the brighter way of looking at it. Any other thoughts on goals um, of those two goals that I mentioned, George? Yeah, I just think it would be a shame to to. Not to try to preserve the architectural beauty of the stone, uh, and I'm thinking of uh, developing. I mean, I know everything is money. Something like a, a architectural museum, like the Science Museum, something that where kids can come in and learn maybe about the arts or music. I don't know. Uh, akin to the Science Museum. To sure. Those arts. Sure. We're we're gonna get. I'm uh, sorry to cut you off. We're gonna get to ideas in a moment, oh, but okay. I just want to start with goals for this for for this subcommittee itself. So it sounds like the goals are. Uh, you guys are. We're pretty aligned that the goals are to make a recommendation uh, uh, as to what, if any, needs to be done in terms of inspection and surveying of the property along with hopefully a recommendation or two about an idea that we all can get, come to consensus about as the sort of top idea or two about what to do with the property. Yes? Okay, fantastic. Can I just give a little uh, a contextual background also? We also own property across the street, which is underutilized. So in terms of planning, we may, you know, that could potentially be incorporated. Also, the county is um, looking to try to turn the Sands Point Preserve into not as much of a money pit as it is now, so they might be willing to partner with us on something that, that, we, that we come up with because they're, they're, they're in the same boat that we are, only they're actually losing money. For the whole Sands Point Preserve. For the whole Sands Point Preserve, and, but they have a lot of extra land besides that five acres that, sure. are, that aren't the castle. Well, you know I like to think big, Larry, so yeah. I'm delighted that you suggested okay. that uh, perhaps we could end up partnering with them. Cool. This is the town you're talking about? The, the county. Oh, the county. Oh, even, the county. Even bigger. Even, even bigger. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so, so we've got our goals, and I think next up, let's let's spend some time brainstorming. And uh, as a reminder for those of you that haven't sat in on my brainstorming sessions in the past, in, while we brainstorm, uh, let's let's try to just think anything could be. So if we hear. Like, as an example, George say architectural museum, but we think that's the craziest, worst idea ever. We're not going to criticize it because during brainstorming, anything goes. I'm going to make a list. Our recording is going to make a list. And then we can come back to it either today or at a, 
at a near future meeting and start refining ideas and, and, and start to think about the viability of those ideas. So, okay, who would like to get us started on the ideas front? Well, George, I'm going to take your, your idea first, Architecture well, Museum. I, 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 let me refine architecture. Obviously, I don't mean to say teaching architecture, but there is, you know, what they call the bell arts, the, the beautiful arts of painting of, that kids would enjoy uh, learning, uh, you know, there are, there's a sculpture. I mean, there are so many things that are within that area of architecture or building, I don't know, that would be beneficial to the county, that would be a tuition or where parents could drop their kids after school or, I don't know. So some sort of architecture arts or, or the museum. Arts, or, the, or the humanities rather than the sciences, but it could be the sciences too, it doesn't matter. Fantastic. Who's next? Larry. I'll go. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to see, or I think we could look at having an equestrian center there because what um, it'll serve many purposes. One is uh, students with disabilities uh, can actually get um, hippotherapy, which is very good for balance and other things. It's Medicaid reimbursable. We can actually get, get funded for it. Um, the uh, other kids can learn the grooming and, and maintenance of horses, which is actually a CTE. Uh, there's a CTE component for that because there are a lot of jobs with horses on Long Island. Um, and the, the third one is we can charge people who actually are horse people to stable their horses uh, and that, that would be the revenue thing. Uh, and people pay a boatload of money to maintain a horse and they might like to have it closer to home. And then with the Sands Point Preserve there are trails that they could use, which would be sort of how we would be uh, operating with the, with the town. Um, I don't know if they're still there, but it used to be that retired police horses lived on that property, who, which are they're very not tame. They're not necessarily retired. They, what? They're not all retired, they just, that's what they Yeah, and, you know, and anyway, th those horses are very tame, you know, don't, don't scare easily, would, you know, if they were no longer able to do police work, but they could have a kid on them, you know, they, they, they would be a natural thing, and there were several um, not-for-profits that run horse, uh, that run hippotherapy clinics, Palavine, Horseability, a few others, who we could partner with. We could potentially run it through BOCES. Uh, then if other districts wanted to send their, their kids there, we could sort of share that revenue in some way. And uh, anyway, so. Fantastic, thank you. Also Larry's idea, it was at LIU that opened a veterinary school uh, recently. Oh, I don't know. Is that yeah. your school at LA? So something like that where kids could be trained. Yeah, I mean, po Post has a, po uh, yeah. uh, Post actually is running a, um, uh, a small hypotherapy program through BOCES, but um, you know, I, I don't know how utilized or underutilized or overutilized it is. Yep. Great. Next idea. Thank you, Larry. That was very well articulated. Can I make a comment about that idea? Because um, I like it, or is that not appropriate now? I think... We will go I, through I, the yeah, ideas. We'll, we'll, okay. Yeah, let's, let's, we'll, we'll, we can start to dig in and get some consensus about which ideas we like, either at this meeting or at a meeting soon, if that's okay. I just want to like stimulate. I'll go next, if, if I'm not seeing a, a hand right now. Um, uh, one of many ideas that I've got or, and, and or heard is an uh, indoor pool, um, maybe combined with a bowling alley. Uh, both could be used for the uh, respective teams and, and, and schools as well as uh, commercially viable through uh, birthday parties, which is sorely needed in this town, 
uh, and, and other uh, recreational use. And I'm just going to jot this down super quickly while you guys think of a couple more uh, great ideas. I'm just, just doing, hold on a second, Nora. Mr. Chairman, can I speak? Please. Um, a, um, an alternative high school or potentially an alternative uh, 6 through 12 school, which could be similar but different, say, to the village school model or the SEAL program model that Great Neck has. And there would be a lot of benefits to that in terms of the availability to our students who would stay in district. We, it would be revenue, could be revenue positive because students from other districts would come. Um, and I think there's a need for it. I mean, definitely we have a need for that within our own district. It's not without a lot of um, costs. So, but that's, I think, an idea that we've also looked at and is something to put on the list. Fantastic. Thank you, Nora. John? The only thing I would say in regard to anything, a program like that. Potential new idea versus criticism of any other previously heard idea? No, it's just a matter of saying, um, looking at what are the facility needs throughout the district. There may not be, you may say, well, over here we need something, but it would require then shifting something else to an open space. So I'm saying you might, whether you feel that's the best location for that type of program or does it fit somewhere else in the district and you say, all right, so it would just mean we'd have to move whatever's occupying this space to that space. So instead of, I'm just trying to think but administration of- administration there, for example. In other words, right. I'm just saying, if, if you say you, you would love a program to be located here, well, it's right. already occupied. Right. But yet, administration would say, well, we'd love more space. Right. How do we get more space? So it right. may be shifting pieces around. Um, so beyond thinking of just that location, maybe it's a matter of something else. So I, I'm going to I'm going to note that John as a, it's really a caveat to any of the ideas that that given the addition of this of any sort of new facility that might best be put in it where we have an existing facility and moving with the existing facility to the Sandspoint property I'm space. Saying, yeah, don't reject an idea because you say, oh, well, that location, well, maybe that idea fits here, but something else goes there. Fantastic. So it might make something more viable. Along those lines, a recent idea that has surfaced from our uh, fantastic teachers uh, uh, is a daycare, uh, preschool, childcare facility. So I'm going to note that as, as idea number six. And the students had an idea too. Didn't they? Yes, STEM center. STEM center. So uh, a, a, a STEM center that was uh, came out of uh, actually some our uh, our esteem uh, group of kids did a project for robotics where they actually for the project were assigned the space that we are actually meeting on and what the district should do with the space and their idea albeit somewhat self-serving but nonetheless um, I think brilliant and worth noting was a, a STEAM center. So I will add that. Uh, with that in mind, there, there had been, years ago, there was a grant. Yeah, there was a talk, but yeah. That, that I think Dr. and Sarah maybe had secured right, for that exact same thing, but, but then. There was, it wasn't enough to redo the property. But by the way, we may ask, we may want to ask the kids to sort of, once we have a, what, once we have a procedure for actually 
putting these uh, these concepts into uh, in, into research, we might want to ask the students to you know write theirs up and, and submit it the same way that we're going to do it and give them some opportunity to understand funding and understand you know and sort of make it into a project of theirs. And we should probably come out come up at some point with some standardized way that we are going to look at all of these projects. Yeah. So that one person doesn't come in with a book like this and one person will scribble it on a by five card. Yeah, my, 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 my idea, just so you all know, was to start with a Google Doc, essentially, and start, start dumping in for each idea, um, you know, services for the, the three categories that we talked about. Right. Uh, services, how does it serve our students, potential costs to the district, potential revenue sources, and really just start to compare apples to apples that way. Yeah. Um, and that can generally just be a shared Google Doc that we can all we can all access as a subcommittee. Um, okay, back to ideas. Uh, we've got seven great ones so far. Who wants to throw their hat in the ring for any idea as crazy as that you may think? No pressure. A room for Jim to hide in. Yeah. It's a fortress. Are bowling alley and indoor pool two separate ones? Because I only have six. Museum, equestrian center. Our, um, uh, museum, equestrian center, indoor pool and bowling alley, alternative school, daycare center, steam center. And then I just noted, it's really applicable to anything, move something existing oh, okay. there was, as, yeah. a, as a sort of, it's a, you know, just worth no. keeping in mind. Yeah, at the meeting yesterday, yeah, you were speaking, I think, about, about um, the OTPT BOCES things are that we pay for, and I don't know if that type of program would fit into even just some similarity to what you're saying as far as you know therapy with the horses could it fall into that type of well it, into it, that program it, I don't know. it would you know again it could be meeting a child's CSE goals if they're if they're entitled to or if they if they need the support of, of OT or PT and an OT or PT could be done on a horse, it, you know, more, more efficiently and effectively. Or in a building that's on the facility. Well, right, I, I think it's actually more similar, John, to Nora's idea of an alternative school that would be a special needs focus, right, would I mean, you I say? Mean, so yes, I mean, it, we could make, the, the problem with having, yeah. with having a specific OT, PT center is the kids get dragged out of school enough, <laughs> so. But yes, but uh, it, it certainly, I mean, however that would get structured, it's all done. I'm going to put as a separate OTPT center only because I think in addition to serving students in that case, we could, it could serve the community yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, OTPT services are, are, are still something that, that <clears throat> folks need. So, mm -hmm. so there may be an opportunity there. Okay, well, obviously this list is far from exhaustive and we will have lots of opportunity to think of more ideas along the way. Um, but I will, I will um, not seeing any hands at the moment, just um, uh, I'll, I'll stop collecting ideas for now and I'll, I'll let you know that I'll, I'm gonna create a Google Doc, put these seven ideas in and then share it with you all, give everyone in the subcommittee e editing privileges. So you can just, if you have a random idea at three in the morning and you're like, I don't know how crazy this is, but hey, maybe just just go to the Google Doc, put it in there, and we'll talk about it at the next meeting. Um, speaking of which, our final item in the agenda is figuring out a time when we can actually get together again. Um, I'd like to start with the current time, since obviously we could all make it today. So, are our Wednesdays at twelve thirty in general a, a, a decent time for folks? 
Um, I could do, I can't do two weeks from today, but I could do three weeks from today at 1230. What day is that? That is Wednesday, March 4th. Um, Anyone have any conflicts on Wednesday, March 4th, 1230? March 4th at 1230, I am available. So that's the day we shall meet. Right. Any, any chance, actually, uh, uh, March, um, I have to be in the city right after. Is, there, is 12 o'clock a deal breaker for anyone, or can I push it half an hour? To... I'll be going meeting to meeting to meeting you... in, in here, actually. But uh, it's might be better. better. That might actually be better. You, you sort of, all right. So let's say Wednesday, March 4th, 12 o'clock. <laughs> 12 o'clock? Okay. And then in the, since we did that so well and easily, I'm going to push forward and see if I can get one more meeting on the calendar. That's what I'm going to have to do, yeah. If not this room, we can go, we can find another room. But yeah, that would be the, the assumption. And by the way, if you're listening at home, you can join the subcommittee. Let me know, D. Kirpen, D-K-E-R-P-E-N, at portnet.org. And we welcome members of the community and your ideas. Shall we do Wednesday, March 18th at 12 o'clock as a, as a second meeting on the calendar? Uh, let me just check that date. That's two weeks from... The next one. I don't have my calendar with me, but I think this will March fourth. What's the next one? Uh, March eighteenth. Okay, that day will be like today. We have that's our policy and personnel, and we end up at nine fifteen because I have a day at nine. That works for me. That works. Twelve thirty better. Policy and personnel be right before that, and then we get a little bit of time. Okay. So, so we'll do Wednesday, March 4th at 12 noon, Wednesday, March 18th at 12.30. Of course, I will circulate both to everyone on the subcommittee. And uh, are there any other further questions or comments before we adjourn? Um, are we still on the tape? We are. Because I didn't want to speak about something I'm not supposed to speak about yet. I just had a thought, though. That um, the thing I like, one of the things that appeals to me in particular about the equestrian center, and I don't know if I'm right about there's social something to think about, um, we, you know, we're talking about the viability of getting the revenue necessary, how we would get the revenue necessary to do most of these items. just seems to me that the equestrian center, I mean, not that it would be, it would definitely have a lot of costs, but in terms of the property, it seems like whatever structures we had would be less expensive of an outlay. I mean, you'd have the horses, but, you know, well, depending on where we got the horses from, but it's not like building a school or building initially a swimming pool. You have, to, you have to groom groom trails and you have to put up a cleanser hut. I mean, it seems more. Any, any seems structure you'd still have to follow. The stru yeah, follow through with uh, rules because it's all. Of course, right. but yeah. it just seems like. So it could be less, a more natural setting. I think that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yes, that's what I'm trying that's to what say. I, that's the way I envisioned it when Larry yeah. was talking about it. Like more natural would fit in with the area. Right. I mean, some of these, and I'm not ruling them out at all but and they're beautiful ideas but when you talk about a daycare center you know they're all much more of an outlay of money i think all the ideas will have pros and cons yeah. and i think um one thing that i'm particularly excited about with the equestrian center but i think ultimately i think we should all think when we think of more ideas because we we only have just a handful and i'm sure there are literally dozens of ideas for this property is how do we best utilize the whole space right so so five acres a lot of space and um, so, so, so when we think about ideas, we should 
just keep that in mind, I would say. And, and I like that, that, that Larry did with the equestrian center it idea. It could potentially be more than one thing if we have five acres and something only takes an acre and a half, then there could be a second thing that takes an acre and a we'll, half. We'll just do all of the ideas. And, and a parking lot in between. All right, thank you guys very, very much for spending your time with me on this Wednesday. And thank you listeners for spending your time with me whenever you were listening. Until next time, this is the official Board of Education, Budget Facilities, Subcommittee on the Sands Point property and what to do with it. You rule.